0: Hey guys, welcome to Hope It Helps. Today's guest is Jay Abo. Jay is an award-winning singer and songwriter in Dubai's blossoming music scene, establishing himself as one of the most exciting new acts in the UAE. He competed on The Voice back in 2019, and from there, his music career skyrocketed, earning him the award for Best Original Act, a top three spot on the regional iTunes charts, and holding multiple residencies in some of Dubai's hottest locations. During this episode, we discuss how his music career started, We talk about the challenges of evolving as an artist, the secrets to his songwriting process, and the evolution of the music scene in the UAE. And the last message he wanted to share is stop thinking and start acting. Please join me in welcoming to the show, Mr. Jay Abo.
1: thank you so much bro it's so good to see you doing this uh so good to be on the show yeah it's about time it's about yeah it time. is about it's time. about time it's yeah. a couple
0: years in the making yeah. but alhamdulillah like we're here now it's all good guys just to give you some back tests, so uh, back some context so i've known jp for a very very long time you know back from uni days even in like in school we were together and i've seen his music career from when it started you know those gigs at like uh, the stuff he used to do uh, you know what came to my mind i'm like Which i remember most? festival city It'd be, like, outdoor, like, small stage. It'd be, like, me, you, uh, Basil, <laughs> yes, How me. How do you remember you know? Festival City? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, Like, those days.
1: That was my. That was one of my first... I think that was, like, 15 when we did Festival City. Something like 15, that. 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. It was through, it was through the, the, the fridge, this company that I still work with today. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> no Worked way. with them for more than half my life now, wow. that I, now that I think about it.
0: That's yeah. crazy, yeah. yeah. So, I, to see where, you know, where it started and now, like, what you're doing is... I'm, I'm so proud of what you've Probably. done because... I know this is obviously from day one, this is this was the dream, like yeah. to make, to be able to live my life doing what I love, which is what you've been able to do now. Exactly. Um, but for people who don't know you, why don't you give us all a little bit of background about yourself and we'll, get, we'll take it from uh, there.
1: Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'll start from when I moved to Dubai, I guess. I came to Dubai when I was six, seven years old, uh, went to school here, uh, went to university here, single mom. So she wanted us close by. Um and did, studied finance at university with, <laughs> with you. I don't know if I would say studied.
0: So, well, we, that. that's what the paper says. We observed finance. <laughs> we, observed finance. <laughs> we observed finance. We observed finance. For sure. Being taught in, in university.
1: And the VOP. And... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and then I did nothing with it. Well, I I, I graduated. Actually, if I'm being completely honest, every time someone asks me, I say I graduated finance. But my GPA was so low in the last (laughs) semester that they're like, listen, if you want to graduate, you have to just, like, forego the finance and just say that you're general business <laughs> really and, yeah so they just yeah. like remove that and they just removed it and they're like they're like we remove finance you graduate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so like, we, we have the specialty <laughs> you have no specialty <laughs> that's fine you know business <laughs> yeah, خلص, you know i'm business. like that, i'm like that's fine that's fine yeah, that's fine actually. i do no business yeah and i uh <laughs> <laughs> i got out and uh I, I graduated and um you know that it was around the same time obviously i had been doing music before uh i was like if we're going into the music history yeah uh, i started playing guitar in high school uh well no i started playing guitar when i was when i was 10 but i started playing guitar for for people Mm. rather like performing in high school around high school like i would
0: like since I've known you, you've always been like a singer and like a musician. Like since yeah. I've known, even yeah. back in those school days.
1: Well, I mean, I started singing when I was like yeah, f- f- fourteen, fifteen in school. Mm-hmm. But before that, I was only guitar for like four or five years. Yeah, uh, and I would like I just always wanted to learn these like show show offy pieces. So it was always like I want to show people I'm yeah. good. You yeah. Know? Um And uh, there was like a couple. I met someone. I met someone, uh, a, a friend, Nadim Rifai, uh mm. who Shout at the time you remember Nadim? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. You know, he's a dad now. He has two kids, or one kid and one on the way. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Life, we're fucking it old doesn't now. feel like that long No, though. it
0: well it doesn't. It really doesn't.
1: Uh if I go to I used to go to Nadeem's house and he was he would like encourage me and mm-hmm. he would like learn how to produce and record and whatever. And we would make like little videos. And then at some point we, we we had been uploading videos to YouTube and and one of them did quite well. You remember Stereo Love?
0: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you remember when we went to the- <laughs> when he came to Dubai and yeah, we went and saw bro. him?
1: And I was like, "I'm the guy, bro." Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, sign the." Bro. <laughs> bro, he played that that one song four times, four or five times, and then like all these other songs. Like, like, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics, but yeah. it's like, just like Eastern European woman. Yeah, the style of lyrics. Uh, and that got a bit of traction. Mm. And then at that point, honestly, if I just kept doing that for a while, I don't know why I'm saying this now, but like I think about it sometimes. If I stayed on that like YouTube path, you know, I think I would have I done really well. But, you know, life got in the way. I started getting, I was always a good boy till I was like, 17 mm. 18 mm-hmm. and then you corrupted me <laughs> everyone <laughs> I, I have absolutely i just help people bro. yeah 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 uh the world corrupted me <laughs> yes that, that's better thank you <laughs> and i uh, just you know just started being like a bit you know a bit irresponsible a bit sure. crazy yeah yeah and i still loved music still did music still performed music was still writing songs but it you know it wasn't i wasn't like oh, this is my life energy and force and this is what i have to do all day all the time uh anyway skip back to uh after university and, sure. and i've done this business n- nothing degree okay <laughs> and uh i went through like a really uh r- literally like through through like in the time in the period that i was graduating or doing my finals for that last semester like something really shitty happened and I hit like rock bottom mm-hmm. and uh, I decided like like I want to I want to I want to turn my life around I wrote things down like I literally wrote things down on a piece of paper and uh, I started going to a therapist at the time and we remember I was extremely overweight I was like a hundred something kilos I went to a therapist started boxing started talking my problems out um, and I decided to know I'm cussed I'm going to pursue this music thing as yeah. as much as I can. And at the time, like my mom was like, "Find a job, just find something. You know, you can still do music, which is true. I could have done music. True, I true. could have still done music." But true. I was like, "No, just give me." I said to her, "Give me six months, and if I'm not making the same as my friends who are in corporate jobs, I'll I'll stop and I'll get a corporate job." Okay. which is a fair deal. Yeah, that's fair. So she gave me six months. I started going to all, all these open mics. Uh... Started going around town, you know, making trying to make a name for myself. Started gaining a bit of traction. And yeah, within may- maybe not six months, but within, I think, a year of doing that, I got my first big gig. Mm. Well, while I was doing that, I got my first residency, Stereo Arcade. Yeah. Residency means I play mm-hmm. once a week and mm-hmm. there's a contract. I played there for <clears> three months and I'm like, wow, well, I'll have my own night and I'm getting paid for it. I'm on a monthly basis. It was amazing. Um... And then that summer, I got, I think it was summer of 2017, mm. I got my first big gig, which was Iris, uh, in a band setting, um, and that was cr- like crazy, was yeah, like yeah. the funnest nights of my life. For sure, uh, for sure. Just everyone going crazy, you know. And you're doing it with people. Like, yeah, with people. Which, yeah, is, which, with is people. Cool, which is pretty cool. With people, and and one, of my, one of the people was like, in that time, becoming my best friend, okay, Colin. So- I don't know if you know Colin, he's like a, the... I, a white guy i always post <laughs> uh, uh he pro- i've probably seen him in like thing. Like, yeah anyway i'll show him to you in a bit um he was the drummer and he's also now my producer and kind of like one of my many guiding lights you mm. know yeah because i i feel like sometimes like i really need uh people i really need the people around me to believe in me because i'm not very good at believing in myself or sometimes i forget. I mean. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm, I I do something and I'm like I'm the shit. Yeah, yeah. You know. But then other days I'm like this is like maybe maybe you doubt I, yourself. Maybe, yeah, which I doubt uh, which is I think is normal. It's, yeah, it, it really so is. Too. Um, and yeah, after that after Iris, like the gigs started coming in, the private started coming in. Uh, I had a steady income. Uh, I, I was the second year of doing it. I was making more than my friends in corporate jobs were making. Mm-hmm. And at that point, my mom was like, okay, okay, you bring, okay yeah." bringing in the bread. You've, you know, right. you've proven it, yeah. You know? I believe it. Yeah. The smile on her face every time I would like go home and give her some, some, some money to help out with the bills or the house or whatever yeah. was, was, was really nice. And mm. also the feeling of, of, of like, Being you know, able to, I to, like, support. Yeah, from, from know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy. It's, it's crazy. sick, yeah. Um, and yeah, since then, like just started progressing more and more. I got big, bigger gigs, better gigs the people who I used to look up to and, and be like, oh, I hope I can be like him one day, like became my friends. Mm. And uh, was, there, was there, sorry to interrupt you, but was so, it's, um,
0: it sounds like the progression was, was steady. And then, but I think, like, for example, from my perspective, when I saw like you're on The Voice. Yeah, I was going to get that, there. That was like the, was that like a really big turning point? Did you feel like, even though whatever the experience was like, not just that, but what came after that? Yeah, so I'll tell you everything.
1: So Yeah, initially, yeah give us the backstory of like the voice and how it works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So initially, like for two years before that, the voice had been like contacting me, asking me to be on. And I was like younger. So I was like, fuck that shit. I don't want to do that. Like, that's not me. You know, mm. I'm not a guy who's going to go and show off and sing a song with every note being a la, run. <laughs> or, like, you know? like, it's not me. You know? Sure. you know me. I'm like John Mayer. You know? yes. like, I yes. like writing a good song. Mm-hmm. I like singing well. Yeah. But I'm not that like the voice person and it just felt cheap it okay. felt cheap yeah it didn't feel time. authentic to you yeah. yeah but i was but i was young and that was stupid that, that was stupid because like someone's telling you be on tv on one of the biggest shows in the world can't be anything but good for you yeah you know really yeah. regardless I, like, regardless it, if you have the right mindset can't be any, can be nothing but good yeah so um on the third the third time they asked me in tw- early 2018 uh i'm so surprised that i'm remembering like years i'm usually bad at knowing when things happen uh uh Moin, our friend mm-hmm, yeah. who uh ha- runs another podcast Saturday. yeah he worked he's been s- killing it man he's been ki- he's good really for him really respect yeah, yeah he's he's amazing man i remember when he first uh when he first started i was like nah, yeah bro i like it but like i wouldn't watch it <laughs> uh, yeah dude fair and fair then feedback and now and now i mean i st- you know, I'll watch the episodes where, where the guests interest me. But that's podcast. And every time I see him, I see an episode or I see a post. I'm yeah. like, man, that's my friend. Yeah, and yeah, How yeah. far he made it. <clears throat> like, this is his career now. Exactly. Um, but yeah, muin was working with a company called Talpa. And they were sort of like wor- working a little bit with... Well, they were the company that owned The Voice. But he was working sort of in a different capacity in like the marketing or the social media or the activation like the interaction between the audience and i'm not sure i might might be talking shit sure sure but he worked there and he he's like bro you have to do it man come on just do it just audition man what are you gonna lose you know and honestly he convinced me and thank god he convinced me and i thank him for that to this day you know um because not only was it a crazy difficult like it's so difficult but so beautiful as mm. an experience, like meeting all the people and and being and just seeing a bunch of like Arab, like Lebanese and Jordanian and Palestinian and like like just guys sitting in a room and I'm Ambimaulo like ah, 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 <laughs> I can't do it right. But like I was like, Wow. I yeah. never saw like that never sounded good to me. But now yeah. I'm hearing these guys do it. It sounds amazing. Um so the voice, man. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was beautiful. Uh, you can ask me more questions about it in depth <laughs> about the things you're curious about. But definitely, that was a huge turning point. Because then I could literally after that, since then, until now, people ask me clients or, uh, or agency ask me for a promo video. Take, mm. the, take the voice. Mm-mm. Look where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? and, then, and then, yeah, it's a big stamp of credibility. It, it's a stamp of credibility, but also in a way, it's like me understanding that that's what matters to people. Mm. That's what matters to them. Is like, oh, he was on the Voice. Yeah, you know? yeah. And every yeah. time I go to a new venue, like someone will come up to me, and be like, "By the way, like I saw you on the Voice." I think oh no did, way! That's sick. Think you did great. You that's know? sick. That's it's sick. Very nice. And yeah, I love it so much. But like, I, I, I'm a bit like it's bittersweet to me because like I wish that I didn't need a big machine like the voice for people to be like, this guy's really good.
0: Ah, that's really interesting that yeah. you say that. That's really interesting that you say yeah, that. Yeah,
1: but it's that's that's also like a, kind of a, a neurotic way of looking at it. But I am a neurotic person, Shui.
0: <laughs> but I, resonate, I, I do resonate with that, you know, a lot. Until <clears throat> only very recently, I was always similar to you. I wanted, it sounded like you wanted your music to be this, like, to... You do, without you don't you don't want to use that machine you want your music to speak for itself and get you that kind of audience. Yeah, I wanted the same thing with my podcast. That's been like the goal. But you realize and like I think you've learned now with your experience on the voice and what I'm realizing is you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, like you bro. have to market the 100%. shit out of yourself. And you got to you know do what I mean? things. You, you got to do. Just it's do not comfortable for me either, but are, like yeah. you have to. I yes. have to do it. You know what I, I mean? Agree. And I
1: feel you share that, like bro, hundred yeah, percent. Mm-hmm. And like this year, for example, I had two. This year and last year, I had two situations where, like, old me would have been like oh, that same feeling of the voice, oh, you know. And one of them was voice acting for a for like a kids children's play that's like now ticketed at Virgin Mega Stores. And so you're, it, like, you're like narrating it, basically. I'm or? the I'm the characters. No way. So, yeah. So this is how it happened. So it's My like some Pixar shit. Uh, not Pixar, but like that, that's what you're doing that though. animate it. Yeah. Uh, but right now it's just like plays like, ch- and they do it at children's schools. They do it at the malls. That's they do sick, it at nurseries. It's hey, fucking cool. It's, it, it's really cool. And so, uh, basically they just play over my voice and the characters have memorized the lines. And so it all started with, um, my two friends who are musicians, Lea, Lea Mahoul and, uh, Amin Najjar, great musicians, shout out, guys, producers, shout, shout, out. shout out, uh, told me that they needed someone with an American who could do an American accent to sing the songs okay just just sing the songs sure and I'm like oh what does the character sound like and then they showed me a voiceover of this guy they were working with I was like I can do better than that Mm. I don't even know why I said that because it's not like I wanted to do it you know and they're like try and I was like hey kids it's me (laughs) Mr. Kind they were like oh my god jay please, oh my god can you please be mr kind and i was like yeah <laughs> sure, i'll be mr kind yeah so then haram the other guy that they were working with he was voicing another character also called steve the garbage bin okay <laughs> steve the garbage bin okay. is someone very like a miserable guy who's mm. scared of everything yeah. like a, wor- a worry wart yes you know and I have, like, a friend in real life that you also know who's, mm. like, such a worrywart, always down on himself. Yeah. And, 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 and. Ramzi Rifai, shout out. <laughs> shout out Ramzi. And, like, Ramzi has this vibe where he goes, like, I don't know, man. Mm, what is we on there? So, like, I had that idea in my head. And they're like, Steve the Garbage Man. I'm like, I think I can do him, too. And I was like, mm, I don't know what to do. And, and, and that's it. All of a sudden, I'm two characters. And then I voice yeah. these characters. So that was one situation. Where I was very, it was something that I was very uncomfortable about, and honestly, I, I'm still like not really posting about it. So there's a part of me maybe that still feels a bit of shame. I know it's an insecurity, but yeah, I, I is. get, I get that all. I feel sure. that a lot of, a lot, a lot of the time too. Sure. So
0: I understand exactly know what you're talking about. Exactly. But that's so, but like those kind of opportunities are so sick. And for example, like. The kids ones a really good example because now you're opening yourself up to like okay who's the guy like exactly. that does his voices to a whole new market of like
1: moms and like kids and like it's a yeah. whole new potential audience for you and it's also a whole new like like learning path for me because yeah. you know that since yeah. I was a kid like I love like imitating people yeah. <laughs> doing people <laughs> accents I don't know man I forgot <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a classic one. So that is a classic one. Yeah, it brings back lots yeah. of memories. And we've barely scratched the surface. <laughs> yes, Oh man, bro, I'm just getting memories it's of nice, like the, nice of the compound and yeah. stuff, man. When you say this shit, yeah, it's I was crazy. with I was with Sammy like like the other. Day. I actually see Sammy regularly now. Once a week, he'll just come over, escape his life. <laughs> <laughs> Shout yeah, out, Sammy, yeah. baby daddy. Yeah, baby daddy. Baby. I hope Carla doesn't see this. <laughs> Where you been, uh, Samir? <laughs> uh, <laughs> were you out with your friends?
0: It probably was. probably yeah. was. So we were ta- So the, uh, the kids thing was one opportunity that you in the past wouldn't have done, but you did it. And now, besides the learning path, you know, exposure to a new audience. What was this? You
1: said there was one more thing There's that happened that you, you were not yeah, considering. So every Thursday now, <clears throat> we do this thing. Uh, well, it started I'm, when, I, when I moved to Paramount, the first day, uh, Lexi, the amazing artist and singer, who else? who I lived with, mm-hmm. uh, who I still live with, is uh, introduced me to the creative director of Paramount, uh, Nicholas Naeem, okay. and uh, they were at the time planning this thing, they do like a murder mystery. Uh, it's like an interactive musical theater thing where the, people are, the, people, the performers sing songs in three acts but in between the acts, they're in character doing improv with the audience, helping them solve the murder. Interesting. Okay. Exactly. okay. Interactive theater. Interactive basically. theater gotcha. with a musical element. Cool. So uh, Lexi and Naim were talking and Naim's just like, I need, to find, I need to find someone for Adam's Family. It was September. So they were doing like uh, the next show was an Adam's Family murder mystery. Sick. And I just looked at him and I'm like, I can be fester. <laughs> and <laughs> And he was uh, like, are you a good singer? I was like, uh, bro, what is this question? You uh, just put up YouTube, show the resume. I uh, know I didn't do that. He's like, come, come come, audition for me. And like a part of my ego was like, audition for me. Do you know, <laughs> I, I, do you yeah. know where I've been? <laughs> uh, I've
0: performed in many places, yes. Yes, yes. The, the speakeasy <laughs> of
1: all places needs me to audition. In terms of, yes. Uh, but I, I went in and he asked me to sing Creep by Radiohead. And I, okay. I killed it. And he was like, done. Done and even i i was even then i was like oh i don't know acting and and being and, and like i have to act like an idiot right fester yeah, full yeah. costume makeup everything yeah i'll show you a photo <laughs> in a <bit> of <laughs> please, me as fester to, and it's going to be my halloween costume forever 100% 100% so uh did that mm-hmm. it, it it was amazing cuz i've always also wanted to like there's a part of me that's wanted to act you know Yeah. and man you get you're on the floor just talking to people all night so if there's anything that will teach you how to just just be quick with conversation you know it's that like constant and it's made me so much better than i am than i was Mm. at talking to talking to anyone yeah um and also taking risks while talking to people which i think is so important like showing a little quirky side of yourself you know making a joke even if you've just met yeah things like that but so, yeah, the that's the second thing is the yeah. acting in the musical murder mysteries.
0: But all these look all these different things um even <clears throat> when you're talking about the voiceover stuff, you don't know because you're like you're a musician, you're a singer, but be with those two like talents, you don't know what other avenues could be opened up. Like voiceover 100%. stuff now could be something you consider. Okay, maybe I'll do that. Exactly. A little play here, a little play there, that could be something that you want to do. When you look back, like uh, like looking at where you are now, and if you look remembering that kid at 15 who yeah. was playing in Festival City. Yeah, who still is, had hair. Yeah. Is, <laughs> <yeah>. Long hair. <laughs> Amen to that. I had yeah. oh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, uh, did you exp- is this what you always had envisioned, or do you feel like you've gone, at this point so far, gone further than you even would have expected back then?
1: So, no, if I'm being completely honest, when I was a kid at 15, I yeah. was like, well, by the time I'm 23, I'm going to be on, like, world stages and uh, stuff. Yeah, okay, and so you're like me. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I was going to be a DJ in Ibiza, yeah. It, that really it, worked exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it worked out for both of us. I'm, I'm on fucking Glastonbury. <laughs> and you're at Pasha. Uh, yeah,
0: exa- exactly, yeah. Resident mm-hmm. Pasha. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. And you're
1: saying. Uh, so, there is that part where, like, that's, that was the dream, but you know, I, even, even then, like I had my doubts that it would happen. And as you grow up, <clears throat> you you get older, you, you have more and more doubts and you become more and more of a realist. Mm, yeah. But then when I, when I think about it now, actually, if I like, and I know this is like a, a cliche, like little cutaway from every podcast that makes a clip of this, <laughs> but if I had known yeah, yeah, of at course. 15 that I was like, playing playing the shows that I'm playing like literally singing every week mm-hmm. for a good paycheck uh, playing shows like Expo being on The Voice uh, being friends with literally the people who I looked up to like Anthony Tuma and Abri and like these guys were like oh my god these mm-hmm. are like the gods of the Dubai music scene <laughs> and like now I'm so lucky to call them friends Yeah. Um, and so just being in that peer group sometimes I'm very like I feel very humbled because I'm like okay so you, you did something yeah. made something yeah, of yourself yeah. you know in yeah. dubai in music like you've made something of yourself so i'm very proud but like there's definitely still way bigger aspirations and honestly i've been sleeping on that that side of me because slowly in dubai sad like sadly you start first of all you start it gets to your head because dubai is so small mm. so that when you get some sort of praise or recognition uh, it's very instant, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's, it makes you feel like, oh, that's it. I'm, I'm good now. And also, you get sucked into, like, wow, well, making good money out of this. Because nowhere pays musicians' rates like in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Like in Lebanon, you get $100 for a gig a night. That's, that's like, pretty mm. normal. And that would be, like, an average day. $100 average day. Here, average, 1500 wow dirhams. It's like, it's, yeah. like it's, like, almost five times the, the rate. Yeah. Um, of course, there are people who get paid more in Lebanon. There are people who get paid sure, more sure, sure. here. There are people who get paid less here. But I'm just giving you in like general. an average number. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. A lot of gigging musicians in Lebanon get $100 a mm. Um so, so the thing is, uh, I got lost in this money thing. And I'm like, I want to make more money because it kind of proved to me like, oh, I can make a lot of money doing music. So let me just <clears throat> full steam ahead. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. What I was doing was I was ignoring or I, I was actually like putting aside and burying what I really wanted to do what my mis- mission statement in life I know is Mm-mm. is to write songs is to write songs and put them out to the world you know and you've heard all my old songs mm-hmm. where are they have they made it into the light maybe one of them yeah right wait for me made it and mm-hmm. you know whatever I was 16 17 at the time and I feel like now I'm 31 and I have two or three songs out in the world, two or three songs, and I've been doing music for 10 years. Yeah, but to produce Something's the
0: quality wrong. of songs that you've released, you needed those 10 years to get to that.
1: You know what? Yes and no. Okay. And yes and okay. no, because there's people right now, and, I'm, and I know everyone's different, we all have a different path, but there's people right now who will start making music on their laptops, won't give a shit about Really, the, the the result, of course, that's the, the big one, right? Do it because you love it, not because you want mm-hmm. other people's to other people to love you. And uh, they just bro, like Mac DeMarco, uh, you know Mac DeMarco by any chance? No. I'll send you some songs. Okay, amazing artist, just released like a like a hundred ninety song album. A hundred ninety, yeah, everything he had that he didn't release, just put it out. It's like a nine hour album or a four hour album. What? I'm not sure, but yeah. So. I think now the, the move is bulk instead of like refined perfect quality. Mm. Although there's still like a standard and like exactly, I won't let exactly, yes. Like there's, yeah. a, there's a level that I won't let a song from me be lower than. Exactly, you know? yeah. So yeah, it does take me time. I'm yeah. on the way for the past year. My MO like has been uh, you know, just work on releasing the songs and writing the songs. Yeah. And I still shy away from it sometimes. I still... I'd rather work out, bro. I'd rather go to the gym than sit down and write a song. It's the biggest fear I have. Yeah. Is to sit down and write. Because, you know, what if I don't write one as good as the last one? What if the last one was the last one I had? Mm. You know, where I don't even know where they're coming from. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, true, true. And so... Uh, there 's always that fear, and i 'm literally working so hard to fight it, like actively working to fight it. what helps the most is being around other people, friends, yeah. other creative people uh, <clears throat> even if they 're not doing anything, even just having another person in the room sometimes yeah yeah because I think I think like what what it is in my blood, like mm. why I do this yeah is of course, I love music, but if I really look deep in it 's for the <sighs> Mm, yeah, the val- that validation. Yeah, the validation. Sure, sure, sure. You know, uh, but look, and we
0: all—it's—it's exactly. it's, look, it's not—it's not a bad thing, and we all want we there's uh, and I there's oh, I always say there's levels to this game. Like, yes, you want validation for your music, just as I want validation, you know, for this podcast. We both do it because we love it, but we, it would be lying to say that that is not yeah. a significant aspect of exactly. that. You know what I mean? So 100%. that's not keeping it real here. We keep it real and hope it helps, guys. Yeah. So. Interesting. You talked about <clears throat> what you love doing is songwriting and <clears throat> you love singing as well. So, I've spoken to some producers on the podcast before and we were talking about the songwriting process. I know each artist has their own and so on. And one of them was like, "Okay, I start with the emotion first that I want to create and then I build the song out of it." And another other people will say, "No, we just start doing things and the emotion kind of comes through our, you know, our brainstorming or our riffing." So, in your experience, what would you say for you personally? What comes first usually? Is it, I want to create a song, a sad song, and this is how I'm going to do this. I'll build towards that. Or let's play around depending on your energy, what you're feeling that day, you know, what you're looking to produce. And through you know, the brainstorming with your team and so on, something comes up, you're like, oh, I like that. Okay, that's what the emotion of the song is going to be.
1: So for me, it happens like all, all of those ways. Sometimes it's like this, sometimes it's like that. Okay, But most usually what will happen... Is, and this is the part that's kind of like, I can't explain. Like, it's kind of like vague and it makes me want to be more spiritual. Okay. But like, for example, I have this song called All I Think About Is You. And I would, when I was living at IMADS, I would wake up every morning and I will just have in my head for no reason. All I think about is you all the time. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Every day, bro. I would wake up and, <laughs> I, and I would tell myself, I'm not writing that song. That's so lame. Mm, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, that's so cheese. I'm not writing that song. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, is that another song? Where is it from? I don't mm-hmm. know. So then I sat down and I'm like, well, I had, it, I had it in my head for like three weeks. One night I go to Collins. We're having a couple of drinks, drinks. I'm like, Colin, like, what do you think of this? All I think about is you all the time, all the while. Mm. You were bending, 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 Oh, And he was like, he's like, yeah, bro, that's fine. <laughs> record that right now. <laughs> and we record it. And then, uh, that same night we recorded those parts and I'm like, we need a chorus, you know? Mm. And the chorus has to be as obvious and like cheese, but not cheese mm-hmm. as those verses. And so I'm on the way home and literally like, I, ha- I got I get the chorus it's like last night when I was high I thought I saw you in the sky you looked so perfect I could die still don't know why all I think about is you all the time mm. all the while Mm-mm. I was waiting on some kind of fucking clue mm. or a sign Mm. or a smile mm. with some other motherfucking dude mm. or a girl mm. or a fly or a fly. still all I think about <laughs> it so, yeah. okay so like, like usually what i'm saying is like usually i'll have like one thing and then i extrapolate forward and back okay gotcha but i follow that one thing yeah and then sometimes it's just that i'll be playing something on the guitar and and something just hits like mm. something resonates and uh and then i follow that yeah you know and sometimes it leads nowhere, and so, or sometimes you do have a project, and your and your mind alone will forget about it if it's not meant to be. If I feel like if something is gonna be good, you can't get rid of it.
0: Ah, uh, that's so actually that's get, a good way stays. to like that's a good guiding thing for you. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know what that is. Is it? It's gut feeling. Is it's intuition. It yeah, it absolutely. Fraud? I don't know, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but like, I yeah, that's no, that's usually how it. No, happens. for sure. And I know, like, for.
0: For when it comes to music, when it comes to art, there's an intuitive thing that comes, even that's a great example of what you're talking about because it came to you, you don't know from where, know. how, it's just this thing in your yeah. head, and it just, that's the magic. Yeah. You know, that's the intuition, that's the gut, that's, you can call it whatever you want. Yeah, inspiration. But, <laughs> inspiration, there yeah. you go. And growing up, you know how, growing up, you, so you're doing guitar for a few years, and then you started singing. What made you decide, because you know when people, especially when you start, and especially at that age, your friends and family are going to be like, unless you're like terrible, no matter what, they're going to be like, yeah, you know, you're great. What made you decide to sing? And what was, what, was there a certain event that gave you the validation that like, oh, not just my friends who are saying that because <clears throat>, you genuinely are a good singer, but the outside, you know, that next layer that so, gave you like, all right, I'm,
1: I'm, I must be decent at least. Yeah, so this is the first time <laughs> that I will tell this in this much detail about, sorry, I'm just going to grab my <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll for a yeah, yeah. Get, com- get comfortable. So, uh, I used I play guitar. I used mm-hmm. to play all these like really show-offy pieces and not learn theory and not learn notes and not learn the stuff that I should have learned, the right progression. And like I said, it was always about like impressing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one day I was at my uncle's house and his cousin, Wadir, was there and he's like, Jay, why don't you try singing, man? Mm. Like, you would sound so good at singing. Like, I think you would have a great voice. You have a great speaking voice. And at the same time, there was a, a, a girl, a friend in school, Divya. You remember Divya? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> she was like, Jay, she would tell me all the time, like, Jay, can you sing Apologize by One Republic? And I'm like, I don't even know that song. Mm-hmm. So I've, I got familiar with the song. And that day that Wadiya said, can you sing? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to try that song right now. And I sang it. And if I remember correctly, like it sounded good for someone who's opening his mouth to sing for the first time. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. And uh, I did it a couple times, and uh, it slowly just started becoming part of my life. Like mm. 14, 15, 16, I just started singing. And I think because I was obsessed with the guitar, and then singing and songwriting, I, re- I remember once... Okay, so... I, I had been playing guitar and singing s- slightly for yep. that whole year. And then that summer, my, cousins, uh, I had, my cousin Jessica came to Dubai from Canada. And she was like, have you heard of John Mayer? <laughs> I'm like, no, who the fuck's that? <laughs> You said, who, you said who the she, fuck is yeah, John Mayer? Yeah, I was like, Who's John Mayer.
0: Yeah. Wow, knowing you from that age, bro, I just, I would Isn't be a JP crazy? John Mayer. Like, that would be the association. Yeah. She, yeah. And,
1: and like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I was in, <laughs> That's uh, nuts. I think I was in grade nine, 15 when that happened. And she was like, how do you not know John Mayer? Like, he's amazing. You would love him. At the time, we had LimeWire and stuff. So I downloaded Ooh, everything yeah, that we had from LimeWire. There was three songs by him that were available on LimeWire. The one called Daughters, I don't know if you know it. And then there was uh, there was there was a cover that he did for Cars, the Pixar movie, okay. of the song Route 66. Get your kicks on Route 66, and he played this crazy shreddy guitar solo. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy who's singing in a way? that i can achieve he's mm-hmm. not like yeah you yeah know? yeah he's just singing in a way like a guy who's talking singing you know and he's got beautiful tone i'm like i can do that mm-hmm. sorry about the no I, worries i can do that and then daughters uh loved it as well you know i would sing it along and i slowly became well I, next thing i went to virgin megastore and i remember there was a girl who we, we also knew uh R- rend you remember oh my God, yeah. and, and these <laughs> names bro. it's pulling, crazy we are just we're pulling them really, out yeah. i haven't thought about a lot of these people in like neither, 10 by years, the way bro. neither have i it's yeah, just I because i'm bringing out these stories that yeah, i'm remembering yeah. like visually she was at virgin mega store yeah, yeah yeah and she's like what are you doing and i was like uh we were next to the albums, so i'm like <laughs> uh shopping for music <laughs> and she was like oh yeah who are you gonna buy i'm buying a black keys album mm. the first thing that came to mind i was like a uh, john mayer Mm. So then I just like went to the John Mayer section and there was a c- CD Continuum. Uh, and it was the first one there and it like, I liked it. I liked the cover of it. I bought it. Little did I know that that was, it, that to this day even is what all John Mayer fans see as his magnum opus like a masterpiece, a really? okay. masterwork of okay. an album. Interesting. Every song is gorgeous in every single way. It's mm-hmm. a perfect album. And that's when the obsession like, Really, really like, started. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, what? this guy can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I decided I'm like, I, you know what? I think I want to write songs. And um, I wrote a couple songs. I wrote like one called "War Inside." That was my first song ever. "War Inside" about my grandfather who had cancer, lung cancer at the time. So I'm like, okay, Warren, in- there's a war inside mm-hmm. of him, you know. Uh, did it at an open mic here. This was before like anything was really happening for me and um and I just yeah, I just started writing songs since then, and slowly, like because because I was the guy who who was a guitarist first and then became like a singer songwriter, and then like finding out about john Mayer he, he has the exact same story, he mm. just wanted to be, be, be a guitarist, and he was a good songwriter, and he couldn't pay anyone to sing his songs, so he's like, "I'll sing them myself, yeah, and you know, his first hits were all pop hits, so he 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 just you know he did what he thought would work with the label he was with and then by his third album he's like all right everyone loves me i'm gonna do me now mm-hmm. yeah 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 i have so, the numbers yeah i have the numbers mm-hmm. i'm gonna do whatever i want he had a cult following huge following you know uh but yeah that's how i started singing okay interesting <laughs> so, no
0: no but uh, i i didn't know that because since I've known you, I've known you as I said earlier. Like I know you play the guitar, but I've always associated you as a singer first, then a guitar player. Because yeah. I think it's the sing the singing that is. Because there's a lot of great guitar. I would players, say now but I the am. The singing is what makes you stand out. That's what makes Thank you unique. You know. You. What I would I mean?
1: say now I'm more yeah. of a singer than a guitarist. Okay, now you feel that way. Now I feel okay, that okay. way because my singing has improved a lot since sure, then, sure. and. Although there are still people who are out saying the shit out of me here, but I'm very lucky and blessed like is in the fact that so what I always what I tell people sometimes is like, I don't think I'm a good singer. I just think I'm a really good imitator. And so because I can do voices, I can mimic the voice of a good singer. uh, And which is it's basically singing well, exactly. I always felt like I have a lot of control over how to shape the tone in my voice. Mm. And I think that's the big selling point for me. Like, that's why I get a lot of gigs is yeah. the tone. Exactly, yeah. You know, you, because there are people who can technically out me, but the tone... But so you have, ha- have you've a, always, I've always
0: thought you have a very, it was, it's a very soothing tone. You know, what you. I, you know what I mean? It sounds very, like, calm. Easy you listening. Know? Is, yeah. is that, oh, you, yeah. There you go, you said it yeah. perfectly. Easy listening. So I know that now you probably have, like... If I think of you and, like, your music, you have, like, that sound. You have that thing that makes you stand out. But when you were starting out with, like, the John Mayer, I know how you... you When you start out, you emulate the people you love. 100 Like, as a guitar and yeah. as singing. So, how do you go from that? And then, how, like, how did you find... If you would were to describe, like, your style, what, my what,
1: sound? what would the, the Jay Abbo style be? So, uh... I would say, like, I, I, definitely the biggest factor in the tone of my voice mm. is John. Okay. Right. So that was my influence, and then, for some reason, what I've, what I've realized today is that my, like, my voice right now is kind of a mixture of like John Mayer, and then there's some lines that I'll sing in like a, in like a kind of like a crooner way, like okay. a, like a Buble esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, we know how much you love oh, Michael bro, Buble. That's my guy. But he was never so that amazing to me. But something about the way he sings. Was his voice was is like exactly. honey, bro? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Walla. It's Walla. so just like you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of and that. And his one. voice in your eyes. Yeah, he's yeah. so I'm good, try- bro. I'm trying to remember this line that's just so funny. The way he says it. Um, birds like you know, when he goes <laughs> like, birds flying high. He's got that really cool. So I, I, yeah. I, I feel like it's a mixture of that, okay. a bit of buble, and mm-hmm. then whatever the rest is, is me. Is you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Stylistically, like musically speaking, a lot of people go like, every time I go out, like there's one person who requests a John Mayer song. They see it in me. They oh, okay. see the John Mayer in me. Okay. That bothers me a bit because I'm like, but I'm different, you know? I'm me. You know, I'm, like, I'm yeah, Yeah. yeah. And uh, so with the songs that I'm writing now that are coming out, mm. they're not... John Mayer John Mayer wouldn't write those songs you know they're my songs and, yeah. and I really think that now as I'm putting them out people are going to see that and then that will really be me mm. going like this is who I am this is what my sound is
0: and I've always felt you have like a besides like those two you've always had like that blues influence yeah you've always liked yeah. that you know even some, and some of the older stuff you made had that like you know it's like it's yeah. vibey it's yeah. vibey I think that's the way i describe it and as a musician, because it's something so personal, not only from a songwriting perspective, because it might be based on something that's going on in your life, even, you know, your voice. Since it's it's very artistic, I can imagine, like, sometimes certain feedback and criticism could be, like, very hard to take because it feels quite personal. So I'm curious how, what has been your experience with that? Like, how have you managed, you know, receiving that criticism, positive or negative? And how do you, what would you advise to, up-and-coming artists on like how should they you know approach it so t- to be
1: honest yeah and I'm, I'm i hope i don't sound like a total dick when i say this okay i wish i had more criticism in dubai but like everyone was always like you're doing you're doing great like if mm. if, if they were to criticize me it would be more about my like my work ethic and my flakiness and okay you know being late like i was late today You know, I was just <laughs> like, I've, i'm much better at it now yeah but it's more like prep stuff you know or it, but it was never I've never gotten a like you should really fix this about your songwriting you mm. should use like maybe you should look at that with your voice never got any of it mm. so I wish that I was in an, an environment where there were people who were uh just shitting on me more because I feel like I would have you know done things different or progressed differently mm. or tried harder uh because in the last few years I've just felt like I've been kind of okay, this works. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Just go sing the songs, do the mm. loop. They love it every, anywhere I go. Mm. And that's kind of made me like, I, there was this Chris Williamson thing where he was saying like, if something's, it's much better for a thing to be really bad than to just be kind of bad. Because when it's kind of bad, you just, you can, you can stick live with it. it. You can live you with can it. You can live with it. You know? Actually, that's a really good, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I realized that like, okay, now, now I'm just comfortable doing this and it's too easy. Mm. So, these days like what i'm trying to do is like up my life set uh, trying to make it different trying to add new elements trying to add songs that i'm passionate about instead of just songs that i know people will love
0: yeah and on and on that point about songs that people will love and so on and you hear this a lot a lot of artists that we grew up like loving the one who comes to mind the most for me is like kanye like kanye's early albums like graduation like that bro man like Beautiful Dark Twisted from, Fantasy yeah. was like our soundtrack Bro, unbel- on the road. Unbel- yes, unbelievable. But obviously as an artist, your music taste evolves. You want to try new things. So then there's that whole debate. Do I do... Because if I'm a fan of yours. I became a fan of yours for a certain thing you produced, right? Yeah. So now I like you because you do that and I like what you've done. But you as an artist now want to evolve and change into that. Into a different you know, genre and so on. And so for me... Kanye is a great example because like his latest stuff, I'm like, what happened to you? Like, why? You know what I mean? Mm. And I think it's a struggle that you must have as an artist. Like, what do I do? Do I do this for me? And like the real ones will stay. But also I, the fan base I've built is because I did this. Yeah. So now they might have an expectation to do that. So when it comes to managing that, I can imagine that can be quite challenging sometimes because you don't know what, because it, it, there isn't a right answer, you know?
1: So the thing is, I can't really be a case study in this question because okay. I've not released so much music that people are like, that's what he does. Okay, I, and, and to be on it, to be fair, like my first song that I released recently in my recent releases is Moonbound. And yeah. Moonbound is like a soft, folky, guitar-driven road, road trip song, Yeah, you know? Uh, and then I just dropped like a pop rock alternative rock song called Change Change Tomorrow Change Tomorrow yeah. and then the next one is also kind of pop rocky it's called ADD and then the one after that is Funk and then the the one after that all I think about is you is going to be like two releases away from now that's going to be like total full on pop Mm. so I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want and every song is different and uh, and I think That's just like my thing, is just like I like to do a bit of everything, okay? You know, yeah. So maybe when I have a cohesive full project, like an album or an EP, Mm. and and that because that is gonna have like a more uh, there's like more of a theme to it, yeah, yeah, more analogous like sound to the whole thing, sure, sure. So maybe when I do one of those, then I might experience what that is, but for now, like dude, everything I'm putting out is different and it's even like a different persona kind Mm -hmm, of. mm -hmm. Like Change Tomorrow is like a pining, like rock, like, you know, rock power ballad and then I have one coming out which is more like, I'm like, you know, like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hip-hop style. Sure, sure. Even All I Think About Is You just like, the way I'm singing All I Think About Is You is I'm trying not to sing it. Uh, You're trying to speak. I'm just trying to be like, oh, I think I'm telling you. 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 I'm telling you a story basically. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it's like, right now I'm really experimenting with like, lack of effort. Mm. J-, J. Cole
0: does that incredibly yeah. well. Perfect. You know, like he tells it's you a so story, good. but he's, he's rapping, but it's, yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah. But, but he yeah, has the perfect dynamics. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. And w- so now you've played, I know so many different like stages and different audiences and different sizes. Do you still, do you still feel nervous when you go up? Uh, and does the size of the stage affect that?
1: Uh, the size of this, that's such a good question, by the way. Uh, the size of the stage does it affect it so so far the most nerves i've had was at my expo show cuz that's the biggest stage i've played okay and but the thing is like what you get what i get worried about on in those shows is the the is is just the variable the unknown variable mm. of like how is my monitor mix going to be? Like my monitor mix is how I hear myself. How's my monitor mix going to be? Am I going to sound too low? So it's always like a technical thing. If I hear myself well, I'm never worried. Okay. Like if my monitor mix is good, wherever mm. I play I, and, and I know what I'm going to play, I'm never worried. I'm more worried when they like, when it's like, for example, a private event for a luxury brand. Mm. And then, you know, they put me there because they have a certain idea of what the guests are going to feel when they see me. And then it's like what I can I don't know what role I'm playing. Am I am I Jabo like that? And you brought me for my music and or am I background music? Like a piece in exactly of Dubai. Like well, of course we've got a singer. <laughs> of course we've got live entertainment. We've got a harpist falling from the roof in a bubble. You know, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Dubai. So it is Dubai. <laughs> it's very but Dubai. Uh, but the big stages. I'm just nervous about technicalities. I'm not, but but. But that is when I play the best On a big stage Like at Expo Eyes open mm. Staring at the crowd Like attitude mm. Jumping That energy Energy mm. You know And yeah. you only get that Like on a big stage With people who are there to watch you And you're doing your thing Your music What you love Yeah And I think
0: what you We, ta- and we touched on this earlier You know that debate about because in those kind of private events you're limited and do you feel like you're genuinely there because they like you or are you just a piece compared to you know like the jubilee stage where no you know that you've been brought to play for this so like we are everyone's here to appreciate your music not necessarily you know you're just there making us like making it sound nice exactly but i think from a for it's because it's an art. I feel it's an artistic versus business challenge because some, those private events. You know what I mean. They pay, well. they pay well. They pay well. You know, so like on one side you're like, why not? But like then creatively you're like, yeah. But this is not me. This is not what I want to do. But I think you have to find that
1: balance. I, yeah. And I and think I, it's something you learn I, as yeah. as what you're doing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I and I am doing it. And mm. it's you know what? It's fine. I don't I don't mind being background. Yeah. Sometimes I like being a wallflower, just like you know, being just the the, 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 the soundtrack to to people's schmoozing and mingling and getting mm. to know each other and, you know, posting stories and whatever. And also, it's good for me. It's good for me to, to be, you know, next to a brand, doing sure. a brand thing. Yeah. That. Do you feel, as we touched on this a little bit earlier, you mentioned, like, it slightly,
0: but you mentioned as, like, you, there was a point that maybe all of this kind of got to your head a little bit, which I think it would for a lot of people when you, you're recognized for your name and everyone's there clapping, you know, psychologically, you're going to be like, oh, I'm the best, I'm the shit as the fame grows as your profile grows do you find it now have you had experiences that you're like you're learning is it harder to trust people because is this guy being nice to me and hanging out with me because of the exposure i have and who i am or is this genuinely a person that like cares about me
1: i don't think i'm at the level where people are like want to be around me because of my exposure but, but like to a certain extent i'll, ta- you know, I'll, you know, I'll give you, you know what the, I mean? i'll give you the exact extent but sure like, you know there are some some people who i feel like are nice to me or 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 hang or Kissing your ass hang around them. me mm-hmm. because they want gigs because it's ah, musicians okay. mostly because yeah, they yeah, want yeah. work and okay. and I can to and I can to a certain extent like r- help with gigs because I have a good network and and I have a few nights that I run as opposed to just singing so uh, maybe just for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, I, I like to think like I have a really, really good relationship with all, with pretty much everyone in the community. Like I try, even if there's someone that I personally don't like. Which is I, normal. Which is normal. Of course. I, there's people I don't like. Yeah. You know, uh, I will still be kind to them. Sure. And, and treat them as a friend. Yeah. And uh, because I think like the more important thing is, is the community as a whole. You yeah. Know? It's for yeah, all of yeah. us to be supporting each other. Mm. That's how all greatest scenes make it like in seattle with the grunge scene it was a community you know
0: that's how like just people supporting each other and that's how it kind of starts right you create a
1: scene because you can't like it's very hard to create it unless you're a label with millions of dollars to create a a phenomenon or an icon out of one person that takes a machine and it takes money yeah and it takes a really good looking really charismatic really talented person yeah whereas a scene if, if all the musicians are talking about all the musicians, then all the people who are watching all the musicians are also talking about all the musicians. Yeah,
0: it has its own life, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, it does. So on that point, yeah, and you've touched on the community part uh, a few times in the conversation. I, like If I'm looking at how you got to where you are compared to now a new, a new artist entering the music scene in Dubai, I feel now it's a lot more developed, for sure, compared to like uh, your time. And maybe there's... More? Of, do you see now there's more opportunities and more of a career path for artists, or is it now even harder than it was? For example, in your experience, because you kind of got into it like as the scene like was building even back in the day, like there wasn't really a scene here. Yeah. I feel now there maybe kind of is. I'm not in it, so you can tell me better.
1: There kind of is. There was so definitely the open mic scene so the up and coming scene yeah. people coming up yeah yeah that was the peak back then 2016 2017 2015 okay like abo a friend of mine who doesn't live here anymore was running the open mic and he was doing it with like such a such beautiful intention such a good heart such a good soul he wanted everyone to learn to get an opportunity to perform and like to become better mm-hmm. uh, and to f- maybe fail in front of a crowd. You know, they say that about stand-up, but it's also true for music. Like, you got to bomb sometimes to learn. And uh, I think back then that was like, wow. Like, you'd see new people every week and they'd blow you out of the water. Whereas now I think there's less of that happening. There's no oh, You real, feel there's less of that Yeah, now. there's not many open mics in town. Okay, interesting. I was just running one and we advertised the shit out of it. We had a few good nights, but, you know, ultimately we had to stop it this Wednesday because the summer they're saying for the summer I don't know if it'll go on after that but uh, just wasn't doing that well it's hard to get people in seats bro it's It's hard hard. yeah yeah especially for
0: like something like music because that's very specific it's a very taste oriented thing you know I'm not you're never gonna find me in like a rock bar it's just not gonna happen but you might find me in like an open mic you know Uh, maybe that's more of you know that's more of my crowd does it ever get because every week you have residencies and you play lots of different gigs and so on Does it ever feel like repetitive for you, and you just get bored? Of course, man. Yeah, because I can imagine it would be because it's maybe the same songs, the same. So a lot of it is the same. So how do you? What's what's your like thoughts about all
1: that? Um. So I really went through this like last year more than this year, where I was like, "Oh my god, man! Like I hate this. Like I hate going to every gig, singing the same songs. No one gives a shit." Um. And. Uh, man, there was, I, I remember, like, there was, a, there was a night, like, I i was playing this gig where it was always dead. Always dead. I used to call it Purgatory at that place. I'm not going to mention <laughs> where it was. Yeah, there's no name. But, uh, <laughs> but, like, I felt like I was in fucking limbo, bro. Yeah. I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm I'm waiting for, like, my jiddu to come take me or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Okay. I was, and, I, and I actually got so emotional. I was, like, on the verge of tears, bro. I'm, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this mm. is what I'm doing, you know? And that's just a perspective thing. And at that point, may, like, that day, maybe I was already low. Because there's so many nights where I'm just, like, something happened, personal, or I'm not in a good mood. Yeah, which is normal. And I won't want to sing it. But now I see that as, like, you're in a shitty mood and you don't want to sing. Let's see how good you can do it. Mm, it's, a, it's, how, it's a challenge. Yeah, for you it's a know, challenge. Like, if I, and exactly. when you
0: and when you do those like those moments and the days you don't want to do it, whatever, the feeling after, regardless of how it went, which probably usually yeah. will go decently well, you
1: feel insane. Yeah, you're more. Proud you because know? you, you beat than, yourself exactly. You know, yeah. On a bad night, yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's just like when you're yeah, sick yeah. and you still go to the gym. There you're you like, go. I'm exactly. I'm such a champion. I'm such a fucking hundred percent. So and. It was that so like you know taking it as a challenge facing it head on being proud of yourself and then the other side of the coin is like bro like you you're getting the chance to just play your guitar and sing for three hours do whatever the fuck you want like i had it in my head like i have to sing sunday morning i have to sing no diggity i have to sing Mm -hmm. and then i realized like when i do more songs that i love that i want that not necessarily the crowd won't love that's when I get the best reactions. Exactly. Because it feels authentic. Exactly. People know, man. People, people they, they can tell, bro. Everyone can An tell. An audience man. can tell better than you what's yeah. good or what's 100%. not. They decide anyway. John exactly. Mayer said that. He's like, you don't decide what song is a hit on the album. The audience decides. True. You're, the audience is smarter than you in that yeah. regard. Exactly, yeah. You know?
0: And you're creating, you know, for, for them. Exactly. So, I have a couple more questions, Habibi. Yeah, and um, Let's start with this one. Looking back now, at you know what you've done looking at that remembering that young artist if he was here you know jp at 15 the guy in festival city that we would watch you know stand then it was us three watching you what would you what would your advice to him be now that you've gone through that experience what would you what would you have told him
1: i would so you know how people say like oh i don't regret any anything like everything happened the way the way the way it was meant to so that i could get you to this point here like yeah sure but like if i could give him advice I would tell them to just like remember why you started loving this and like keep that feeling. Mm. Because distractions, whether I like to admit it or not, distractions really like took me off my path. And you know what I mean when yeah. I say that. Yeah. Uh, and there I would I would tell them, I would tell them to just like this character that you are right now, like this, people who, this person who makes people laugh, who, who, who likes to be like the life of the party. You remember me and you were that together. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like put that in the music. Be that. Like don't mm-hmm. try to be someone else. Like don't try to be John Mayer. Like just be like JP. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, let J Abbo <laughs> be JP because that's... And I'm still trying to do that now. Like yeah. trying to be funnier in my songs because it's part of who I am. It's yeah. Like I can make people laugh. And... And... Um, yeah man i would just tell him to keep writing songs i would just tell him to keep writing songs and and to know that that's the most that's the most one of the most important things in your life yeah you
0: know? yeah and i think uh, i love what you said remember remember why you do this yeah you know let that let that guide you and because i forgot bro it, i forgot bro, but it happens for a long time, yeah bro. i know but it happens bro know. you know like sometimes you know like i'm going to like downtown but uh, oops, I fucked up. I took a ride and now I have to go around all this way. I'm still going to get there. But like now it's just from a different way. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So now do you feel do you feel like you've made it now? And if not, what would need to happen for you to feel that way?
1: I don't feel like I've made it. I feel like I've made a good career, for sure. But made it? No. For me, made it is I'm playing my songs to huge audiences. Or even, it doesn't even have to be that specific anymore. You know, that was the big dream. Mm. But I just want the songwriting to be why people know me or appreciate me or respect me. More than the singing? More than the singing. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so interesting. Bro, it's what okay. I'm. It's what I'm best at. It's my. It's my secret weapon. It's like it's my arsenal. You know, like that's what I have. Mm. And I've been told, like, it's not just me saying that. It's like, you know, uh, whether it was Charlie or Colin or people, like people from that world, that, or even Jason Derulo. Yeah. You know, like Jason. So mm. Jason Derulo. Like, quick story. I had. Uh, I was running this event at Cove uh, for original musicians to come sing, and it was. Uh, not doing very well at the opening of the season. So I was like, on the next week, it was my birthday. So I'm like, I will throw, I will invite literally everyone on my WhatsApp list Mm -hmm. to come to my birthday and we'll have this Grammy Award winning um, producer, this guy called uh, Vincent Berry. Okay. Bro, amazing guy. He's friends with the owner of Cove, so he would come by a few times. He wrote Sandcastles for Beyonce. And won a Grammy for it uh, off that album, Uh, Lemonade, I think it's called. And so we had him on a big screen Mm. and we were getting people up to sing in front of him and he would like sort of comment. That's sick. That's really cool. Yeah. And uh, we did that and Jason Derulo showed up because he's also friends with uh, Adil. And it was a crazy, crazy, crazy night. And I sang two of my songs that night and... Literally, while I'm in the middle of my set, I have like three waiters around me. Mr. Adel, Mr. Jason, they won't talk to you right now. I'm Mm-mm. like, guys, I'm like, singing. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Like, no, no, come now, let someone else sing. So I go, and Jason's like, Jason looks at me and he's like, that song changed tomorrow. You wrote that? And I was like, yeah. He's like, that's your song? I'm like, yeah. I'm doing a really bad black sand, <laughs> but whatever. He's like, that's your song? I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey, listen, man, like, you got that instinct. Like, mm. You got that instinct. Mm-hmm. I really want to work with you. Like, I want that song. I want to buy that song. And uh, he said that he basically like really validated me, bro. Because yeah. he, again, he's a person from that world exactly. saying you belong. Who has done incredibly well. He, bro, Jason, DeRu- there's not, no one that does this. Yeah, Yeah, always, yeah exactly. Uh, another funny story, because he used to come a lot to Cove. Uh, we, were doing these, uh, <laughs> we were doing these sets on, on, on the beach called Sundowners. And uh, I went to sit with him and Adil afterwards and Adel Adel's always like such a he's such a, like a happy guy always mm-hmm. like you know just he's like Jason Jason you got any advice for 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 Jay like what can you how can you help him like what mm-hmm. do you think about his performance and Jason's like i would just say like like, say your name more, and, you know, like, say, like he say does, who you like, are, like and Jason then we all realized at, the, at the same time, <laughs> and then he's like, I can't believe that's the advice I just gave, oh my god, and then we all started laughing so much, <laughs> that's, so Jay funny. But, uh, <laughs> that's so but, uh, that's so funny, that's so funny that, it's that, so funny that, advice. that that's the advice, and or, he realized, I know, he caught himself, that's hilarious, that's so funny, um, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, I can't believe that was his advice, man. But yeah, man. He, he and then I, I sang another song, and he's like, "You wrote that too, Add." He's like, "Man, you really got that instinct." I want to work with you. Can you come? He's like, "Can you come to LA this Saturday?" Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, bro. You're American. How many planes do you want me to come with? I'm like, I can't. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry. yeah. But like, I told him, like, you know, I, I know you're American, but we have this thing called a visa. Yeah, yeah, here, like, wait, yeah, yeah. And I'm Lebanese, <laughs> so like, I can come in 240 days. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, need, need if it. you still want to work with me in a couple yeah. of years yeah we'll exactly. uh, we'll do it we'll get it done and i never followed it up because i wanted to release the song myself sure, but sure like sure. i got what i needed from him yeah and i think like after i got that like i've gotten it so many times i still find it so hard to make that like i should be eating sleeping living breathing music every day mm. but i'll do like any other good thing read self-help meditate do workout workout do myofascial release I'll do all that, bro, and I'll find more things to avoid the main thing. Yeah, but now I'm like, obviously I'm working on songs and they're of coming course, out. I yeah, just, yeah. I'm slowly evolving in that regard. I know, but bro, that everything, <laughs> everything you're saying
0: is uh, what I've been going through recently as well. You know, it's, I'm, I'm making progress. It's not that I'm not making progress, but it's like if we just stopped like trying to like do things here and put it, put that time here, it would be so much if better. Just,
1: I feel like if we just stopped like. <sighs> trying so hard yeah you just let go of everything Mm. like when you put out when you put out that first video of the podcast Mm. and talking about insecurities yeah 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 i was like that's it he's got it now yeah yeah this is when this thing is going to start having wheels yeah inshallah i hope so and and you needed the video format for it yeah yeah, 100 someone's face yeah yeah
0: nowadays even with like the clients Mm. i work with i'm like even if it's alone whatever video it's just we're in a video world now yeah like it has to be that it creates so much more engagement it does man the f- them being able to see my reaction in talking to you adds something exactly. you know it adds something to that because then you feel like as if you're even you're more in involved yeah, exactly yeah, like, like oh, yeah, my friend I've seen people who look like and that and you know
1: bro one thing I also realized is like I, this is going to sound so, like such a cliche but what you did and what I did mm. and what a lot of other people didn't do is we kept going Mm -mm. even if it wasn't working sometimes Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't perfect we didn't quit and I know so many guys who like they were good and they would have gotten where I am right now or even further if they just didn't stop doing it yeah so this thick skin uh, in the face of uh, of 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 um adversity and in the face of like struggle and in the Mm. face of like people cringing and usually it's like your closest friends (laughs) yeah who who you're that's who you're scared of the most of of course i will go be an idiot in front of a thousand strangers you know which is what i want to do like more of i want to be an Mm. idiot on tiktok i want to post content i want to do all that shit but like what stops me is like malik's gonna reply to this being like bro what are you doing yeah 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 why
0: yeah i know i know why i know that's exactly how i feel exactly i i but look It's something that I think we, you get better with time, and that you work on. And you know, I think we're both working on it. We are in that way. We are. Jay, I just have two more questions for you. These are questions I ask all my guests. So first of all, looking back, either personally or professionally, if I ask you the question, "What are you most proud of for yourself?" What would you say?
1: Um, oof. I'm most proud of. The people that I've made a part of my life, I'm most because because if it wasn't for them, the songs wouldn't be out. Mm. If it wasn't for people, if it was just me alone autonomously doing this, I wouldn't get there. So I'm most proud of being a person who knows how to like show love and how to make people feel special and make yeah. them feel like listened to and cared for. And yeah, and I just love people, bro. People yeah. is my passion more than music. I think. Yeah.
0: Uh, I honestly I love that and one of the there's a famous quote that I kind of like it just resonated with me so much it was friends are the family that you choose yeah and like Enjoy that and you know and it sounds like you and even in my case the people I have in my life you know they say your relationship you want to measure someone's life measure the value of your, your relationships so if that's how you feel I'm so happy for you bro because it's the best feeling it is it bro. is the best feeling because I can res- I feel it too And for my last question, Mr. Jay Abo, what is the message you'd like everyone to take home with them today? Uh,
1: The message I want everyone to take home is just embrace like the part of yourself that you think is going to put people off and not only like embrace it and just like flaunt it because that's like, that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you, you. Yeah, I know it's been said a billion times <laughs> but that is it like just be you and and more importantly than anything like stop like the most important thing is like stop thinking about how you know what you need to do to get better or how you know oh I know what I need to do I know I need to do this I know I need to do that I know I need to you know knowing is never enough just do the things yeah. and stop thinking about it Yeah, like just do anything and the, and the hardest part is always like I know it's been said pick if I pick up the guitar khalas, I'm good Mm-mm. for half an hour but to go and pick up that guitar that effort oh my yeah, god how yeah. much that takes yeah. but when it's in my hands I'm khalas. good exactly so just yeah. pick up the guitar turn the tiktok on put your tripod on the table whatever it is like just do it and stop thinking about it so much that's pretty much that's what I would say
0: man I you know I resonate with that a lot. It's something that I've been, you know, going through as well. Like, exact, exact, you said it perfectly, you know, we all know what to do, but we just don't do it. And recently, and I think you're in the same boat that. Now we're trying to start on the doing side more, you yeah. know, trying to do more things. Even though we might get distracted a little bit,
1: it's okay. We're still making progress. Jay,
0: how you been, I want to say? And you know yes, what? Yeah, Honestly, yeah,
1: this is going to this is, this is be kind of out of nowhere, but okay. like exercise. Well, yeah. Just work out. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if everything in your life is shit if you just do that you feel ten you, times. Better. Yeah, you solve 80% of the problem you mm-hmm. know i saw that on Stuts, but like it's so Stuts true Stuts was amazing Stuts is fantastic stutz was stutz oh.
0: got me back into like everything by the way that, really uh, yeah just watching I just got that goosebumps it, it got yeah. me back into like thinking about myself you know how vulnerable i am like all this stuff. i've done some workshops as well so that was a very big just watching that i'm like oh okay be now i have yeah. tools now yeah. there's things i can yeah. do things i can affect yeah uh, Jay I want to say thank you so much you, bro. Bro, for so coming on the show. This, it was so this nice. has been an absolute pleasure. I wanted to thank have you show on the show for a long time. I'm so happy we got to do Me it. Um, if anyone wants to work with you, reach out with you, find you, what's the best place to get in touch?
1: Yeah. So uh, you can, my, my favorite is Instagram to use. So it's just J A Y dot abo with a, with a full stop in the middle. Uh, if you want to email booking requests or whatever, it's jabo music at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's, that's where it. you can reach me. That's how you can reach him, guys. For, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. outside. laughs> Terms and conditions apply.
0: Uh, Jay Habib, thank you so much, guys. You know how to reach him. It's J J A Y on Instagram. Please make sure to like, share, and follow and subscribe to the podcast at Hope It Helps Pod. And as always, guys, hope it helps. Hope helps. Peace.